Welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton, and today we're back in the Brock Bourbon Bar, and we are drinking some Old Foe Mother Trucking Whiskey. How are we doing? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Doing we're good. Doing great. Man, Nick is Fantastic. here. What's up, Nick? Hi. How's it going? Doing Hello. well, man. Doing well. Nick Thanks for being the, here. Uh, the gleeful look of a child on his face. Being yeah. back in, in the Brock Bourbon Bar. Yeah, we're we're here some the Brock Bourbon Bar, and we have foes. yeah two, two awesome old foresters that we have. Uh, coming up for the taste today. Absolutely. So so I'll let you enlighten the crowd. All right. So the first thing that we're going to be tasting today is the 117 release of the Bottle and Bond part of that 117 special series release. Uh, it's a nine-year-old, I believe it is. Uh, yep. I think this was stated. Uh, obviously, it's Bottle and Bond, 100 proof. So, And uh, I think this was released back in early July, gotcha. late, late July. Okay, yep. The other thing we were drinking is actually relatively new release just this month. Uh, it's the Old Forester 1924. Uh, it's a 10-year-old uh, bottle and bond. Right. And uh, new lineup to the Whiskey Row series. It is It is the latest installment to the Whiskey Row series. It's actually going to be the only one that's allocated, from what I understand. Oh, so they are going to end up allocating so it? It will be an allocation, so they, they will not... It, it, it'll be on shelves, and it will come out more regularly than a, a typical allocation would be, but I will tell people that if you see it and you like it you better buy it because it will there will be less of it than anything else that it's gets not going to be like the rest of the exactly the it's 10 series. years old yeah. um you know the stocks that they have um it's my understanding this is a, a brown form and mash bill but it is not your traditional it's not the old, regular for, old forester no. right it's not the old forester mash bill um which is what 72 18 10 yeah yes yes master uh, and then, <laughs> and then this is uh, the seventy nine eleven ten. So yes, it's it, it's correct. it is a brown Foreman mash bill, but it is not their traditional old Forester mash bill. So this is the first old Forester product since Prohibition um, that has been released that was not a traditional mash bill and yeast strand that Old Forester d- designed. So are you saying we uh, shouldn't be getting bananas? You're probably not going to get banana. So um, I, I read over some of the original tasting notes um, whenever I tried this the first time. I, I got quite a few of them, but but I don't want to influence you all in any way. So I'm just going to kind of drink through it, taste a few things, and kind of go from there. But uh, it looks like we're going to start with the actual 117 series, the Bottled and Bond. Uh, they're both 100 proof, so this is a really, really nice comparison. One's 9 years old, one's 10 years old. So uh, And we, just different mash bill. Absolutely. So, uh, dive in number one, the the one nineteen, and uh, t- let's 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 go for it. Oh, yeah. this is classic old Forester. Oh yeah, yeah I mean you Floral you come all, almost like banana nut bread. Yeah, off yeah. the nose. Yep, it's definitely got that 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 traditional ovo s- smell. A little bit of banana, a little bit of fruit, like cherry, maybe a, a funky, touch of apple, a little mm-hmm. funk. Yep, just a good smell. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you still, candle. It's <laughs> it's amazing that you get that that still get that little little funk smell to it it's yeah. really great all right i'm going in i'm taking a bite yeah the legs on this is actually relatively good you know for a bottle on bond you wouldn't really normally think a bottle yeah, but it's have also much. a nine years it's old. nine years old yeah, yeah. so that's going to help that it's going to get those oils and let's talk about old forester in that situation right like when you look at old forester and because of the heat cycling and how they do their their, mm-hmm. their thing a nine-year-old for old forester is like a 12 to 15 year old anywhere else yeah because they're getting more in and out of that barrel because during the winter they turn on the heat, get the barrels back out, and that 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 liquid goes back into the barrel, and then they turn the heat off, and it pushes it back out. So with that heat cycling in, in, in some of their rick houses, it gives you that that extra age, that extra oak, and and really this comes through on that. You know, like when you drink it, I mean, you got some nice oaky caramel, some really really nice adjunct flavors to come out of that thing. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a picture for you, Scott. You're gonna paint a picture. I'm gonna paint a picture. Let's see, um, Picasso. Tasting this, it it is snowing outside. Okay. And there's a nice, cozy little fire going, and you've got this beautiful, handmade blanket that sprawled across your lap. Maybe just a good book. It just it's it's pulling all those those winter relaxing. It's got the snow, cabin vibe. Got the cabin vibe for sure. Or there had yeah. some happy little trees nearby. I would say clouds, but they're we can't see them because it's snowing. So always clouds. I prefer happy trees. <laughs> this tree does not look happy. I don't think I've ever heard Bob Ross say that. No, so, he never did. No, just some of the trees look angry. But yeah, I mean, the banana but actually is a little, a little, little less prominent on the taste or the palate you get a little bit on the nose but it's more like a cherry um on the mouth or on the palate you get a little bit of cinnamon in there yeah definitely got some baking spice that cinnamon cardamom clove it's almost like an apple pie spice yeah it's all on the front front to mid to me yep it's i don't know I'm, I'm, i'm digging it though oh absolutely oh yeah that's one of the better hundred proofers that i've had recently I mean, you can you can really tell the age because I mean the kind of on the sides of the mouth. Uh, I still get like lingering kind of oak, kind of like little char. The tannins and the, stuff. Yes, the tannins of you know of, you, what you would think from an aged bourbon. Yeah. That and then didn't get washed away by proofing it down from whatever it was to a hundred proof. Correct, which yeah. is nice. I will say though, this does have a, a a faint faint mint right in the the front tip of your tongue to the mid part of your palette it's very very faint it's that's sweet like spearminty like phil green like type not a rye mint no no but, no but no it's not strong more. it's like it's just very very faint yeah i'm out on that okay. one. okay i could see it but i'm just not getting it it's not like a it's not strong though like it, yeah it's what, in the background what, what's the it's delicate yeah like if you took double mint gum that had already been chewed by somebody else you know, like kind of like that, like you know how you know how it tastes like when you chew it for in a your while. <laughs> but, no, you, but you know how you've had double gum, double mint gum in your mouth for a little bit, and you can yeah. still kind of faintly taste the mint. I would say more like juicy fruit, but yes, because you don't chew double mint. Or? Yeah, no, okay. I, I don't care for mint. Okay, well, I'm with I'm with him on this. Double one. mint is like one of the only gums that I will actually chew that's mint flavored. Um, other than every now and then, my wife gets me that stupid Orbid stuff. That's oh, I hate that. Too. Got all kinds of weird mint and shit. Yeah. Anyway. Even they have one that's bubble mint, like bubblegum mint. <laughs> Same way. No. Absolutely. That just, that just sounds like toothpaste. That's all yep. that does. Yeah, for sure. All right. Pretty, pretty solid. Pretty solid pour overall. Yeah, pretty solid. I mean, it lingers, you know, for, you know, a few seconds, and then it kind of goes away. It, it doesn't hang around. You know, to me, this is a very good bottle for what the retail was. I don't know if I'd buy it for a secondary price. I can respect that. I got a actually de- technically decent some of the one secondary on this one. As much That's as right. I, I've enjoyed a lot of the one seventeens, I I don't know that there might only be one or two that are worth the secondary markup that some yeah. of these are hitting. At. Where do you think this bottle ranks in your one seventeen kind of? Well, there's about what collection. ten of them, probably right in the middle. Probably probably anywhere between. Nick's flashing the number three. Top I'm going to say probably three to five. I would say I would probably say more than five for me. Yeah, at least the two in front of this one are the angel shares. The high end yeah. yeah, I I'd also probably put nineteen ten double double or extra extra old. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, okay. So the double double. Yeah, the or double sorry, double. The the, the 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 extra extra, extra old. old. Yeah, yeah, the extra <laughs> extra old. Um, I probably put it above it, and then probably is it warehouse K? Yeah, 
K and H. Yeah, yeah. Whiskey. Warehouse K, I think, is the one I'm thinking of. It's got a little bit more of that spice, and I don't think I've had K. I've had the H. So I don't know. I think I've had the H too. Anyway, that's, what I, that's what I would think. All right, but, but yeah. I'd say in that three to five range, it's, okay. it, 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 it it probably depends on what mood I was in. Like if I blinded them today, who knows, right? But on a steady day where I've been drinking enough mm. Ofo, I warmed up my palate. I, I think it would probably fall in that three to five range. Cool. So, all right, good bottle. Nineteen twenty four, ten year old, bottled in bond. Um, which that's the other thing that's kind of in actually is it is it bottled in bond or is it just hundred proof? It's just a hundred proof. Okay, so they're not, not just so it's not a singular season, singular whatever. So right. correct. I think the reason why for that was going into the um, I don't know if they to- kind of told you the story behind it. But it's out in a few of the websites yeah. right now, but it's based off in 1924. Many of the distilleries in the area were closing, and so uh, the Brown Thank Foreman Prohibition. Group or yes <laughs> or. Uh, I mean, Old Forester was one of the few ones that had that medicinal license, so they yeah. had to stick around. And so they were able to purchase a lot of the closing distillery barrels, and so they had an utmost stock of it. Right. And so they put out a few, not of their standard mash bills, but they would blend and mix a few of these different barrels from these other distilleries, and then they were putting out product based and, on that. And oddly enough, I, if I remember hearing the story correctly, and, and I think Tyler might have said this in the episode we did with him, was they moved them all to the Howard Street yes. Yes. warehouse, yes. which is why it's kind of, I think Howard Street is on the label or something of that nature, if I remember correctly. It talks something about the Howard Street warehouse or, or something of that nature. It might be on the front, Nick. But anyway... Let's dive in, get on the nose, see what we think. Um, it's, it's, you can it, definitely tell it's not a traditional. Old though. Yeah. Yep. It is uh, the, uh, um, in 1924, Al, uh, Owsley Brown took barrels of whiskey with different mash bills to a warehouse on Howard Street, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and bottled them as Old Forster. This 10-year-old expression honors the 100th anniversary of this occasion. Which, uh, if you don't know, Prohibition, you weren't allowed to produce your own new stuff, but you could bottle stuff that was already made so that's why everybody started buying up all the other distilleries that were going out of business all right on the nose what are you getting johnny tsunami this is going to be a weird one and i might be alone in it but there's a faint like honey nut cheerio well i was thinking honeysuckle so i'm I'm thinking more that floral honeysuckle is what i'm kind of getting uh, at least at the first nose so i'm getting a little bit of what he's talking about like that baking like crispy bakey type thing there um but I'm getting more of a, uh, I like the description of Honey Nut Cheerios, but I'm going to go uh, more of like a Teddy Graham. Okay. okay I could see that. Like a, like a, like the little Honey Teddy Grahams. The, the, the glazed I would grams. say not like fresh either, but like, you know, you yeah, have a, a cereal that yeah. sits for yeah. a while yeah. and it tones it down and kind of yep. gives it that funkiness Who let their cereal ever get stale? I oh, mean. Not me. I mean, but. Well, listen, also these little I'm Teddy Grahams were these. <laughs> little, just, we're supposed to agree with John. We're supposed to agree with John. Just saying. <laughs> Not all of us can afford the cereal. I'm a cereal killer. If I open a box, that shit's gone. Like two days later. If it lasts three days, it's a miracle. We never had sweetened cereal in our house as kids, so we saved saved it. Never had sweetened cereal? No. I'm sorry. Oh, dude. Lucky Charms, Twig, Tricks. Never had that. Captain Crunch was my absolute favorite. Captain Crunch. Tear up the roof of your mouth with it. Kicks with berries was as sweet as it got. Cookie cookie Crisp. And then also um, Fruity Pebbles was my... my, uh, my sinful thing. Like, I had raisin bran growing up, but that was only at my great grandmother's. I, I, I feel like that's what you had on the regular, John. So uh, there were grape nuts, like that graham crackery honey type flavors. What I'm getting yeah. off the nose. Um, oh, very much. So. Getting a, getting getting some faint chocolate. 
It just must be. I think last week's episode, I struggled to pull the chocolate too. I was mistaking it for coffee. Uh, I'm not and getting. And then turned out to be. I'm getting, getting, turned to be right. So yeah. I like, chocolate's harder for me to, yeah. to pull up on. Yeah. I'm not getting much of the chocolate either. All right, let's dive in. Nick's already got his first pull in, so I'm going to let him savor it just for a second here, and then I'm going to get his notes while I go in and go ahead and start tasting mine. What you got, brother? Yeah, it's it's weird because it's it nothing really punches out immediately for me. I mean, I get a little bit of tingle, you know, for, that you would get, you know, from a normal right you on know, the tip. Purple. Yeah, right on the tip, uh, just kind of segueing to the side a little bit. But it's really weird in that fact that I'm not, you know, it. Usually, whenever you have something, you can always something pops. Yeah, nothing's really popping for this. I mean, only thing I'm getting is like a subtle floral. On the mid to back as it's going away. Floral. And I'm, I'm also, I'm, maybe my palate's a little messed up today because I'm getting a little mint too again on this one. I can see the mint actually. I'm on getting a little bit. On, on the palate, yeah, the yeah. mint's coming through. Yeah, the like mint's that mid there. to front. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say juicy. But it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a weird mint though. It's not, it's not a no. bad mint. It's not offensive. I would say it's closer to a sweet mint almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, just kind of feeling it out. Yeah. I'm getting. The, the weird thing is is that the tingle lingers longer than the taste. And I don't know. That's that's just kind of weird for me on that. Um, it's hard to get any of the char, and you would think you would get with a 10-year-old product. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not getting that. the char. Because the color's more, rich. I mean, it's got a great color. The Very legs are great. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting more like a hay or hayfield or something to that effect on the palate to me. I don't dislike that description. Like a grass or... Mm-hmm. Now nobody's nobody's verified this for me, right? This is pure speculation on my behalf. But it's my understanding this is the exact same mash bill as King of Kentucky. Yes. So that being said, speculation, but yes, speculation, but yes, nobody said that. Yes, it's the same thing. They haven't. Whatever. Came out one's ten it. years old. One's fifteen. Right? Yeah. Nobody said that. One's barrel strength. One's not. It tastes nothing like King of Kentucky. Oh, they're two completely different animals. Totally different animals. Um, I will say I do get a little bit of those like caramelly notes, but man, I t- it's the floral, floral minty, and the mint kind of overpowers it. A yeah. little bit of chocolate, yeah. um, and then uh, that that honey like suckly type thing is really what I'm kind of getting more than anything else on this. I think if you really like floral stuff, this is going to be a great one for you. Yeah, no, it reminds me of like uh, those Kentucky whiskeys, the Kentucky light whiskeys that I drank. Um, yes. A few years ago, um, O. Carter released one, and there was a couple other people that uh, had some Kentucky Light whiskeys. Um, it just kind of reminds me of that flavor profile with yeah. that I mean, florally light fruit. Like you could even probably say that there's a little bit of like a, a apricotty type, mm-hmm. you know, flavor, like a stone fruit, like a really really mild stone fruit. But like I just I don't get. It's so weird that you know it's a brown form of product. You know it's different mash bill, but I would. But if you're looking for that bananas, foster yes, yeah. Kind of if you're looking profile, for bananas and cherry and go. apple, you're just you're just not getting it. So I get more of the gram now that I've kind of gone back to nosing it and and pouring a little bit more. So I, I think you were right on that. Yeah. Yeah. It, listen, the Honey Nut Cheerios, I, it, it, it's pretty appropriate. It's, yeah, it's it's yeah. just an adjacent flavor it's profile, in that ballpark. right? Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. So, um, so okay. I, I, it coming through. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought I remembered that correctly. Um, but anyway, fine pour. Um, it's not Old Forester. If you're no. expecting to buy this bottle and tasting Old Forester, that's not what it is. It is definitely a different interpretation of their brand, their labeling. 
um, but it's part of the Whiskey Row series. Is that signifying something to come for the future, or is this more of just a, a one-off experimentation? I, I honest to goodness think, and and <laughs> I get what they're trying to celebrate with it. No, a hundred percent. They're they're trying to celebrate that piece of their history, right? But they're also basically they sold early times. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I said, I really probably wasn't going to go this route, but like to me, that it's the early times mash bill, right? So, um, I don't know that that's what this is, but based off of the numbers, that's what early times was. That's also what King of Kentucky was. Like that is that mash bill. It's that seventy nine, eleven, ten. So it's not a traditional old forester. That being said. I don't know. I, I can't confirm or deny whether or not it's the exact same yeast strand, mm-hmm. the exact same. But if I know Brown Foreman, as well as I know Old Forester, and as well as I know how they basically just morphed their current Old Forester yeast strand to make Woodford Reserve, I got to believe this is early times. Um, in some form or fashion. In some form or fashion. That being said, I like early times. I like this pour. It's oh, just, yeah. it's not Old Forester. If you were looking for Old Forester... This is not it. <laughs> and I, I think there is something to it because I think mo- the mindset of many bourbon drinkers, they like the old Forester. They they go to that 96 proofer. They go to the 100 right. proofer. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're, they're expecting certain tastes to come oh, through. Oh, yeah, very much so. And that's... It's, it's not, old reliable versus something that's... 100%. I mean, the, far the, the number one well bourbon in the state of Kentucky for years and years was 86 proof 86. while... Uh, I mean... 86 proof old forester mm-hmm. and wild turkey 101 like they were a given like oh, in that so. area like th- that's that's what's what people in kentucky were serving right um but that's that mash bill right we we know what old forester's mash bill is it's tried and true you know what you're going to get when you drink it um through all those years in, in history but it, like i said i like this it's different it's not old forester that would be my only complaint is the fact that if you're going to put it in the whiskey row series i i I hate for it not to have a the 10 char- year old. Yes. The charm. The charm yeah. that Old Forester has, right? Yes. Yeah. This is going to be the one, if you blind the whole Whiskey Row series, this is going to stand out barn. Oh, yeah. 100%. Sure. For, no, no, no. I, I won't say that. I would say the two that are going to stand out in some form or fashion is going to be this one and probably 1910 because it's double oaked. Yeah. See, and the funny thing is, I, I, I would semi agree with that in, that in some capacity, but I would almost guess 1920 before 1910 because of the proof. I could see that. I could see that. I was just going by the double oaking yes. aspect and the, the sheer yeah. greater sweetness that the 19 gives Ten, out. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. There is some sweetness, but I, but I also think, like, what, is it 18, uh, 1870? No, 18, no, 1897 is the bottled yeah. and bond, right? Yes. Yeah. That's a very sweet pour. Yeah. It's a very that, sweet pour. It, for a bottled and bond, yes, it yeah. is. It's a very sweet pour. Uh, so that being said, like, I. It, and they're both. I think there's enough proof with the 1897 that it would fool you a little bit on the 1910. Because sometimes you will con, you will misconstrue complexity for proof, and vice versa um, with the other piece. So though I will say this does drink to proof. It does drink like it's a hundred proofer. Yeah. No. I, Which is not a problem. No, not at all. Just Nick, you added water. Which one do you have water to? Uh, the ni- uh, 1924. All right, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna put a drop. And these are retailing for right around what one twenty five, one thirty, one twenty four ninety nine. Yep. Okay. Secondaries uh, one nineteen. More than that. Is it one nineteen? Well, I actually think that bottle sold at uh, for one fifteen because I walked out the door one twenty. Okay, that sounds right. I might have yeah. So one it was one fourteen ninety nine. You're right. Yep. One fourteen ninety nine. One twenty one thirty and all that. I would have liked a little bit more sweetness to it. 
yeah. in my opinion, but it is still a really decent bourbon. Oh, yeah. And I think as long as you can get your head around it saying it's Old Forester, but it doesn't have that the defining characteristics of Old Foe. It's called Old Foe, but it's not Old Foe. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Water does not do anything for it. I'm glad I didn't add anything. Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel like it would. Say the only thing that it that it does for me is it pops some of the spice. It does. Yeah, you get a it. little bit more of the baking spice, like yeah. the, the cinnamon and other things. Yeah, yeah I don't know if that, that would really help any on this. Uh, it, well, the rye pops too. Yeah. Okay. The rye pops, so it gives it a little bit more of that florally taste, but the spice does pop. All right, I I have tasting notes as well. All right, for this, let's so, roll it. All right, aroma, soft notes of fudge, cocoa, marzipan and cured tobacco layered over hints of rich oak and warm cinnamon. I did not get tobacco. Mm-mm. I'm not getting I am definitely not getting marzipan, which is what a, a, an almond cookie, right? If I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure you're right on spot yeah. on with that. So, um moving on to flavor, um on the, or on the palate. Yeah, it's an almond cookie with honey and <laughs> <laughs> Did not get that. <laughs> yeah. I got the honey bar. Yeah. yeah. Uh I didn't get much tobacco. No. So I, I I said much. I mean, yeah. I could probably get a couple hints of it. Maybe a really sweet with, the, I don't know. It's, yeah. It's like an acid. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It, no, to me, it's more of a dry tobacco-y Yes, like, that's type. true. Yeah, it's more like Red Man, like, you know, like mm. a, you know, that not not so, like, sweet and okay. type. Um, uh, main palette, uh, chocolate-covered graham cracker dusted with cinnamon. So... Your Teddy Grahams are right there. Yeah. yeah, I would say that's pretty spot on. Uh, finish hints of uh, spice and graham cracker crumbles. Gotcha. The funny thing is that when I read those tasting notes when they first came out, I I didn't remember the marzipan at all, and I did not remember the graham cracker, which is odd. But the marzipan is the weird. I didn't remember the chocolate, and I think that influences me a little bit, and maybe that's why when I said, "Oh, I get a little bit of chocolate, like or fudge, like maybe that's mm-hmm. the thing." But like, I'll say I, I never read them, and I I remember them talking about it during the tasting, but I yeah. I couldn't remember much of it. And them. that was the thing. I, I I was listening to Melissa more than I was like reading or doing anything else. I just remembered kind of skimming it whenever we first got. It is more the of, bottle. A, of a of a dense drink. Like it doesn't take you on a journey. You just yep. kind of get a few. You it's, a, get, it's a thicker drink. It's a thicker yep. drink. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. All right. Well, we got to pick a winner. Which one are you going for? Nineteen. The nineteen or the seventeen. <laughs> the one seventeen <laughs> series. Okay. Shit. Use your words, Carl. The one seventeen. Okay, one seventeen. Uh, same one seventeen. Three for one seventeen. I'm gonna go one seventeen as well. Um, but like I said, I, I think for me it's because I know that I'm not drinking Old Forester. Like even though it says Old Forester, it's not Old Forester. Yeah, I want the yeah. if I'm going to drink Old Forester to a certain degree, I want that flavor profile. Yeah, profile. That being said, I really do enjoy the 1924. Yeah. There's something about that the 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 difference in complexity that kind of gives it a like if you release that with a different name on it, I'd be like, oh, I really like this. Like you know, yeah. I, I probably would like it more. But just to associate but it with old to, old, to associate with old Forster, that's why my brain just like if I see a bottle out a little bit at retail, I'll probably pick it up. Right, that's yeah. where I'm at on. And I'd be honest with you, secondary's not stupid on these things. No. Like I thought they were going to be like the when North Carolina got them on accident. Like the secondary market was stupid on these things. Yeah. Um, but since they've dropped in Kentucky, I mean, it's I mean, 
And now they're dropping in Indiana. 160, 170. Yeah, Yeah. now they're already dropping in Indiana too. So, I mean, like. Oh, you can find them for 150. I've seen a few for 150 on the secondary market. I said 160, 170 is on the high side now, you know, at that point. So, but yeah, I think 150 is kind of where it is. Sweet spot. I'm not buying a bottle of bourbon to sell it to to make 20 bucks. I guess. There's no point. I got better things in my life to do. Yes. (laughs) Your time's worth something. Yeah, 100%. So. Nope. I think that's our episode of Bourbon Bro Talk. If you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook, the Instagram, or the X. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, no matter what medium you're listening to. Um, also, hit us, uh, send us any messages to bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. This is Scott, Johnny Tsunami, Carl, and Nick Brock signing off. Peace.